Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, coming to you on a Wednesday afternoon. Happy Super Bowl week. I can't believe it's here. For many, many years, ESPN Central Texas was always there, right there on the scene, and we've always enjoyed it. And uh, one of these days, uh, uh, after we come completely out of this pandemic, we'll be back. We'll be right back there giving out candles, all sorts of things, like the old days, just kind of handing people a bunch of candles from a can- some kind of uh, strange uh, candle shop somewhere in East Texas. We'll just do all that. We'll have a big time with it. But I, uh, for now, we'll do it right here in Central Texas. We'll all gather around, we'll watch the Super Bowl together, and then we'll react to it. And uh, I've got my Super Bowl plans for uh, Sunday and I am uh, I'm ready to do it, and uh, lots of great reactions uh, coming in from our interview with Mac Rhodes yesterday. I've been hearing from all sorts of uh, different folks. Hey, what about this? What what did, what did he say about this? What is this? What do you think about this? So really interesting uh, takeaways, and again, we love hearing from our uh, audience. And so if you have any comments you want to make today, it uh, doesn't even have to be what I'm talking about. Now, sometimes I do like to – I want you to stay on topic with me. But, I mean, I'm not the greatest at staying on topic. I think Aaron will back that up. So, if you need to go off topic and ask me something completely unrelated to what I'm talking about, then I'm okay with that. And uh, we do have um, our uh, weekly segment coming up with uh, Central National Bank. And, uh, Aaron, they'll be calling us uh, here in the next few minutes. And that'll be good to talk to uh, Joe Nesbitt. And, of course, uh, well, the man, uh, Brian Fonville, uh, who is uh, who would be uh, the executive vice president over there at CNB, also the uh, resident soccer expert, European soccer expert for the Matt Mosley Show. So they are gathered right now, uh, uh, prayerfully considering what they'll say. And I think it's going to be a tremendous Tremendous uh, visit, and so there's several things we kind of want to talk about. In fact, there's a really cool thing coming up there. They are involved with something called CASA, and that is an organization that does amazing things for children and some of the things that are, are going on uh, with them and, and that, uh, that um, have, have been abused, mistreated, all of those things. CASA comes in, advocates for children, and it's just a tremendous organization, and they have uh, an event coming up, CASA. And I love talking about CASA because I just think it's an amazing organization, and um, someday when I grow up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join up and be a CASA advocate because I think that is really one of the coolest things you can do. Now, the uh, we've got a new name, though, Aaron, for the – I'm going to let Brian Fonville sort of announce it. But this new segment will have a name. And as, as only Fonville can, he's even coming up with a special graphic 
that will go along with Central National Bank's um, their uh, weekly appearance. Now, why is Central National Bank come on with us every Wednesday? Well, they're a presenting sponsor, part of it. But part of it is we're just good friends with them, and we uh, we have a lot of fun visiting with them. Now, I also wanted to uh, let you know that we do have Eric Edom, the uh, celebrated NFL draft guru. He knows the NFL draft. He's thought to be one of the best out there in the business. He's been a friend of mine for a long time. He's with Yahoo Sports. He was at the Senior Bowl. And so we're going we're gonna to kind of get to visit with him, and, and, and he'll catch us up on things and what did what who looked like what at the Senior Bowl and why is uh, – I'm seeing now, I love how all Baylor fans, of course, we had a pretty good sense that Jalen Petrie – was one of the best defensive players to ever play at the university. So it doesn't shock us to know he's doing really well in senior bowl and, and sort of draft, uh, the, the buildup to the draft. Well, now I'm hearing, you know, everybody suddenly becomes an expert. Well, Petrie's not going to make it out of the second round. I promise you, like a month or two ago, we were hearing, well, Petrie would be an interesting, you know, mid-round guy, day two, day three. Now it's, uh, and I guess the first, the way they do it now, the first day, you just get that first round. And then, second and third and and then of course fourth fifth sixth seventh on maybe the third day but the uh, petrie is rising up draft boards so if you have a draft question even if it's not about um, i might consider asking it even if it doesn't involve one of these baylor players uh, so i'd be happy to uh, happy to do that for you I, there was a really cool thing that was out there all over twitter and aaron may bring this up in Campus Confidential, you never know what Aaron will have, but uh, that'll happen today at 4:40. And Aaron's got a full plate, full, uh, uh, full of uh, activities there to present to us, because the world of college athletics never sleeps. So there's always a, a ton of material out there. Seven Baylor players are headed to Indianapolis for the NFL Combine. That's the 11th most nationally. Second most in the Big 12, only behind OU. And Sooners had 11, pretty impressive. Second most in Texas. Now, who would be, oh, Texas A&M. Yeah, Texas A&M has, I think, maybe nine. Baylor has seven players going. And I, I just feel like this is a really, what a testament to the uh, to the program, and I think you got to go back to Matt Rule, and you got to, and of course uh, Petrie was the guy who had committed, and then had the new staff come in, and he was like the only, uh, the only commit who stayed, and then of course the Rule built that first class, but Petrie was the one player. Pretty much everybody had gone, and Petrie ended up honoring his commitment. And again, I've never held it against any of the other players. I just think it's amazing that Petrie did that and had faith in the Bears, and Petrie went on to become one of the greatest defensive backs in Baylor history. Boogie Barnes, Terrell Bernard, Treston Ebner, Petrie, and uh, J.T. Woods is on there. The um, um, – Obviously, the, the, you know, so, I mean, it just it goes on and on with the Bears. Uh, Tyquan Thornton is on the list. Oh, the running back. The bruising 
Abrams is on there as well. So it just goes on and on, and it's a big list. Seven Baylor players. So, I, I mean, are there a couple that I would love to have seen gone, like Zay and uh, Newman and some of those guys? Sure, sure. But, I mean, seven is pretty remarkable. And you know, just coming off a Big 12 title, I don't think that hurts. But I've, I've seen how they hand these out over the years. I used to go every year to the Combine. And I can recall even when Baylor started going great guns, and Bryle started to turn it around. It was still only like Jason Williams who went number two. It was um, it was slim pickings at the time. But boy, I tell you what, it is not slim pickings. When you talk to the gentleman from Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor, and the weekly segment that we do with uh, President uh, of the Bank Joe Nesbitt, Executive Vice President Brian Fonbull. Uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. I uh, hope everybody's uh, doing well today, and I think it would be appropriate. I and we need to um, may even need to Brian be thinking since you're the musician. I, I'd almost like to commission you. I feel like we probably need to hit a button and and have a little music lead in to the um, to this segment. I've, I've held off on saying what we're going to call it because I wanted Brian Fonville to reveal it. Uh, this is going to happen each Wednesday at, um, at, at uh, 4.10, about 4, 4.09, 4.10, and we're going we're gonna to try to hold everybody to that. Occasionally, these guys will have a big board meeting or something, and they may have to change it. But for, for now, we're going to focus on 4.09 or 4, 4.10. Brian Fonville, what is going to be the name of this segment each Wednesday? Yeah, Matt, we are going to call this segment Bank Shots with Brian and Joe, or Joe and Brian. We haven't figured out the order yet. We're still working on that. We're negotiating. I, I can tell uh, what Joe will vote I actually, on. I, I thought of the name while I was listening to one of your shows a couple weeks ago, and you kind of said, we'll come up with something clever that you know plays off of the word bank, and uh, it just popped into my head at the moment. So I think you're you're partly responsible for this, Matt. Guys, sounds like you are getting a call. If that's a customer, please take it. I want you to do it live <laughs> on the air, and I'd kind of like to hear from that customer. But, uh, yeah, I, bank shots I, I I do like, and we'll come up with uh, – I love the fact, Brian, as if we don't lean on you enough, you're, you're, you come up with this really nice graphic of the two of you, and then you're like, well, Matt, I'll have a new graphic for bank shots. I mean, I feel like every day you're coming up with all this new uh, – all these new graphics – Joe, is this a daily thing there at Central National Bank, just Fonville thinking of all the great graphics and photo? I mean, it, this is a very creative mind that you have working there at CNB. I'll tell you, you know, Matt, I, I am a very detail-oriented person. <laughs> I like a quiet environment where I can really sit down and study and yeah. think and Brian is always wandering into my office, coming up with ridiculous ideas, <laughs> singing and whistling, and it's, it's kind of annoying, man. This is a bank, dude. This is, we're supposed to be quiet, and it, uh, it's actually probably the other way around. So, uh, <laughs> Hey, and for the music, I just now that i got you, Matt, and Brian, Matt and Brian here together, what about the Sanford and Son theme song? Bank shots. Just think about that. It's a good one. You know how it begins? Like, 
I think that would be sweet for the bank shots lead in. That's my vote. Um, yeah. Uh, I have like a one eighth share in the vote, so I'll just put it on the record. Well, part of that is Aaron uh, Sexton will be, you know, sort of coming up with some of this. He'll uh, collaborate with uh, Brian Bonville, who's our resident musician, and we'll come up with it. But I can't think of anything Red Fox would have enjoyed more than to, to have his have the theme song played before uh, a couple of bankers came on a radio show. Do you think we could just have Aaron clip what Joe just did and use that? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think Aaron's okay with that. Aaron, do you that, have that? That'll work. Yeah, yeah, Aaron will have that. Uh, I, I think uh, it's almost kind of like Joe sits around practicing that stuff. If you if you don't watch out, that starts to sound like the beginning of something else. But anyway, it is a uh, it's fun to have the Central National Bank on as as always. There was one event, and I did not want to. I, I have a lot of fun with you guys, but this was a this is a really cool thing that I did want to bring up um, on this upcoming fundraiser for Casa. It is the Crawfish for Casa, and tickets just went on sale. It's Crawfish Boil Auction in a concert from the '80s cover band. The Spasmatics. All right, that's April 1st at the base. All right, that'll be at the base. Uh, more info at casaforeverychild.org. And uh, that's a really cool uh, fundraiser. And then, um, Brian, I know you serve on the board with CASA, and I believe have been an advocate. Um, that, that's, a, uh, that's a pretty uh, – uh, and, and, Joe, I'm sure you've had involvement as well – uh, but Brian, that's a that's a really cool organization that does some amazing things. Really, I mean, I've heard about it in the Dallas Fort Worth area, but it's it sounds like we you also have a strong organization there in Central Texas. Yeah, Matt, I really appreciate you uh, dedicating some time to promote that event. I've I've been involved with Casa for maybe seven or eight years on the board, and then that event, Crawfish for Casa, is pretty close to my heart. I actually chaired it three times. And uh, it's, it's a great event. All the proceeds go to a great cause. And uh, if you've never heard the Spasmatics play, they are a lot of fun. Uh, there's nothing but, you know, 80s music is uh, with Stranger Things and all the 80s nostalgia that we've got. It's, it's, a, it's a fun evening. So, yeah, casaforeverychild.org to get tickets. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And, uh I, I thought he said that, Joe, in a very humble manner, that he had served as the chairman three times. <laughs> hey, he's, no. Brian has dedicated a, a significant amount of time to a wonderful cause, and uh, he could say it ten times. Would be all right with that? No, no, I'm a, I'm a big believer in CASA, just giving Brian a hard time. And, uh, <laughs> Brian, uh, Brian uh, it, it is a tremendous cause, and uh, just, I, you know, I've, I've – I've used the excuse before, well, I'm afraid I would get too emotionally involved and all that, which is a poor excuse because what they need, the advocates for these children involved with CASA, they need somebody to get emotionally involved and to care and to, uh, and to act on their behalf. Uh, and, and so I, uh, I, I think that's I, – I, I support this wholeheartedly in anything we can do. Brian, tell CASA anything we can do on the Matt Mosley Show. We'll do it, okay? And uh, I, Does that I mean, you just agreed to MC the event, Matt. Oh, well, I now I would do that, but I, I'm not kidding about this. I have agreed to speak 
at where I grew up, it's the 75th anniversary of the Kaufman, this is my humble brag, the Kaufman <laughs> Lions Club, you know, uh, Little League Baseball. All right, the Lions Club's been doing Little League Baseball at Kaufman for 75 years, and I will be the keynote speaker on that exact evening, April 1st. Um, a keynote may be overstating things a little bit, but I'll, <laughs> I'll be speaking at the event. And uh, so otherwise, you bet. You bet. We'd love to MC it, although the MC is not a great thing for me. That's that's usually someone that's kind of organized and can remember a lot of names and all that kind of thing. I If I was the MC, it would be a very freewheeling type uh, type deal. But what a great event. And uh, got anything, Joe, anything at the bank we need to know about? Anything going on? Uh, you got the y'all came out of the uh, the freeze, okay, and uh, and we're able to kind of have everybody rolling through the uh, sliding through the drive-through on Friday, and then uh, you've emerged from our uh, uh, snow cut, whatever we're calling this, the uh, the weather event. Uh, but everything good yeah. at the bank. You know, Matt, we probably uh, we were a little too conservative on Friday. Honestly, I'm just going to tell you, man, straight up, we we own it when we miss it. And Friday, we were closed. And by 1 o'clock, the snow in our drive-through or the ice had melted. And we uh, we did open. You know, we're always open on Saturdays. But we kind of missed that. And we're not going to miss it again. We're going to be okay. prepared. We have bought about 5,000 pounds of salt that we're going <laughs> to. Uh, seriously, we went uh, kind of nuts. So if you need any salt, like, come on <laughs> over, neighbor. We'll give you some salt. But, uh we're prepared for the next one. We we, uh, but yeah, everything is good, man. We are, we are. Uh, Austin is growing. Our our location there is good, and uh, we could always make some more loans. So, come on over. Yeah, no, like didn't we Austin's deputize you last time, Matt, into becoming a loan officer? <laughs> Am I remembering? Yeah, that? I think I have a. I I think I could I could bring so. I think Joe's come up with another great marketing slogan. Last week it was. I can't. I can't get the radio here this week. It's we whiffed on Friday at the bank. I think Joe, we did. Really, we absolutely <laughs> did. Joe, it's okay, man. Don't beat yourself up. The I, I do appreciate the transparency. And uh, but listen, I, what I did when y'all weren't open Friday, I drove to every other bank in town just as a point of comparison, and nobody was open. All right. So um, and of course I, you know, I slid into a ditch doing this, but. Anyway, uh, C&B, my favorite commercial bank, and, uh, and Joe and Brian, two of my favorite guys. Thank you, guys, and, and uh, I think people are really going to enjoy bank shots. Appreciate you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. There they go. Uh, it is Central National Bank, our weekly hit with, uh, with Joe Nesbitt and Brian Fonville. Next. We go to uh, a gentleman who is uh, renowned in the world of draft he's an nfl draft expert and you'll love his work talking about the baylor players who were at the senior bowl we discuss that with eric edelm next this is a fox 44 weather update i'm chief meteorologist mike lapointe looks like the mild weather will continue at least for the rest of the week with mostly clear skies tonight low temperatures falling to 34 degrees it'll be mostly sunny tomorrow high of 73 and mostly sunny on friday even warmer with a high of 77 join me every weeknight during fox 44 news at 5 36 and 9 for your forecast first plus check out fox 44 news.com for any changes in the weather 
Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. The Bears back on the road this Wednesday, headed to Manhattan to take on Kansas State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor men's basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com and don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Snowboarder Lindsey Jacoboli became the first American gold medalist in the 2022 Beijing Olympics, jumping out to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross. Number one Auburn lost to Arkansas 80 to 76 in overtime, ending a 19-game winning streak. TCU beat Oklahoma State 77-73, and West Virginia beat Iowa State 79-63. In the Big 12 tonight, number 10, Baylor at Kansas State, 7 o'clock tip. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 9, Texas Tech at OU, tip is at 8 o'clock. Number 10, Baylor women at home tonight in the Farrell Center hosting K-State. Tip at 7, and you can hear that game on 104.9. Other games in the Big 12, Kansas at West Virginia, TCU at Oklahoma State, and number 16, Texas at Texas Tech. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Baylor Club. Thank you for that wonderful club that you are and the panoramic views of, of McLean Stadium. And, um, boy, speaking of panoramic views, this man was in Mobile, Alabama, Senior Bowl activities. Eric Edholm uh, is uh, a man in high demand, especially when it comes to the draft and Senior Bowl. The draft expert for uh, – for Yahoo Sports, and uh, he joins us now. Eric, um, welcome back. It's um, this is it's got to be fun to be. I mean, you're 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 monitoring this all you know all the time, but it, it really does seem like, especially with the pandemic, kind of finally getting better. At least in the south, parts of the south, we never have acknowledged it even existed. But it had to be <laughs> nice to see uh, a huge amount of media, and uh, I, I think I saw maybe uh, Nagy said there were like. 900 requests or something like that did it did it seem like business as usual in mobile not quite i mean on the one hand it was my first work trip in forever i don't i mean i may have done one and i forgot about it but i think it was really my first one since combine 2020 and then the world changed obviously but i i missed senior bowl last year can't went this year there were still plenty of covid restrictions you know there was some limitations as far as interviewing the players and things like that, but still a lot you can accomplish down there without, uh, without doing some of those things. So yeah, it was a good week. We got, we got rained on all our our Wednesday, I should say, but uh, we we trudged through and uh, made a week of it. Did you not just jump on, go across the, across the country and and head straight to uh, LA? I mean, you are a man. I think that's where we, uh, ended up meeting all those years ago is is going somewhere on like a media bus at a right. uh, at a Super Bowl do you uh yep. do you just kind of leave that to other folks at this point and just focus on the draft or do you ever kind of like to show up in whatever Super Bowl city is hosting yeah I've covered some Super Bowls in the past as you know uh but not this year I wasn't in the cards so I, I think uh you know, given the snowfall here in Chicago, my 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 wife might have left me by the time I came back from LA. But yeah, so I'll be uh, I'll be working from the homestead, and uh, we've got okay. a big crew out there in LA who are uh, who are doing a bang up job in my in my stead. Yeah, yeah, I know I know they're they're doing they're doing a good work here. I mean, I was looking at your Twitter; you've been jumping on all sorts of things here, uh, talking about the uh, the Senior Bowl. Now, of course, our audience, uh, the Baylor flagship station 
Uh, Baylor sends. By the way, did you see, I, I know you saw some of the invitations go out to the Combine, another ev- event you really enjoy and you always go to. Seven Baylor Bears. Eric, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a um, – I, that's unheard of, even during the uh, peak years of the Bryles uh, uh, regime when things were rolling. They weren't getting th- that level of invitation. So I think it says a lot about uh, what Matt Rule and then Dave Aranda have accomplished yeah. and uh, that they would get seven invitations. And it probably doesn't hurt that there were some good performances at the Senior Bowl. Now, um, Jalen Petrie is someone those of us that, that follow the Big 12 have known about for, for some time and uh, is just a tremendous player. But I think people wondered about him, okay, this is kind of a hybrid-type player, not really a true just safety, not a linebacker. What's he going to be in the NFL? What, what did people, after the Senior Bowl, do you feel like people came away and did you come away with a little better feel for what Jalen Petrie could be in the NFL. Well, yeah, and I got to say, you know, you were the first one, not the first one, I don't know, the first one, but you were first. you were banging that drum one year ago when we did some radio. You said, Jalen Petrie, remember the name. And so I filed that one away and uh, watched him over the summer. So I had a pretty good feel of, of what kind of player he was coming into the year. Uh, had a great season and, and – I thought really put his, his uh, best foot forward down there. I mean, like you said, for all the reasons, you know, not a, an exceptionally big defensive back, not one of these, you know, Range Rover type guys who, you know, can play up in the box and they can also play deep. But, you know, throw the measurables out for a little bit. His instincts are terrific. I mean, he broke on the ball and, uh, you know, quicker than almost any DB down there, I thought, and, you know, re- made some good tackles uh, when they went live and, you know, did well in the one-on-one portions where, you know, some safety types get a little crossed up in coverage. They're facing, you know, all SEC receivers and guys who, you know, had 1,000-yard seasons in college football. And, you know, I thought he acquitted himself really well down there. You're right. I mean, it's it's almost at the point now where people are saying, hey, is he that Buda Baker type, that Tyran Matthew type of guy, kind of your, you know, your Swiss Army knife who can cover the slot. He can – you know, match up with a with a smaller tight end, or he can cover backs out of the backfield. He can blitz, and you know, it's it's really going to be up to the creativity of the defensive coordinator and the team that drafts him. But yeah, I thought he had a really really productive weekend down there. All right, I like. I was looking at your winners and losers as well, and and of course the guy we just talked about, Jalen Petrie, ended up on your winners list, and 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 he is just a tremendous winning type player. Eric Edholm from mm-hmm. Yahoo joining us on the Matt Mosley show. I love it when you get a punter on there, by the way. I mean, no one <laughs> loves a good hang time like Eric Edholm. And uh, it, it looked like Jake Camardia appears to be a guy. I mean, who wouldn't you take from Georgia? How many? Well, right. I mean, it's just, it's kind of remarkable. And, and uh, that and obviously they just broke through and, and, uh, and won a national title. But uh, I love it. And by the way, did you see uh, at the uh, Combine, uh, University of Texas, our flagship uh, university here in the state, uh, they, they're sending two players to the combine, Eric, and one of them is a kicker. All right, so I, I think uh, I think Sark needs to get that thing going a little bit, but that right. it, it, it is kind of remarkable sometimes when you see who's sending players to to the combine and who's not. Yeah, yeah, those lists. I mean, you know, it's funny because you know, three hundred and. 20 some odd players get get invited there you do the quick math right there's only 
you know, 260 or so draft picks. So obviously a lot of guys who get invited will not be getting drafted. And then there's the players who, who aren't invited, who, you know, there's in, in a, in a typical cycle, I know COVID has kind of changed things a little bit, uh, but you know, you'd have 25 or 30 players who weren't invited to the combine who do get drafted. So it's not a, a complete reflection of the state of a program. Plus, you know, uh, certain schools are going to have underclassmen stick around, things like that. But I think your assessment is pretty spot on there that, uh, you know, a one-time football factory, NFL football factory has uh, slowed production a little bit during these, uh, these, these wintry times. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's very, being very kind. Um, now <laughs> some of these other, uh, you know, I always tell these uh, GMs that I've known over the years and talent evaluators in the NFL, take the best uh, Baylor player on the board. The only one who really right. ever takes me up on that is Jeff Ireland, being the former <laughs> Baylor kicker that he is. Jeff uh, yeah. uh, there in New Orleans is always taking a peek, and if he can get a Baylor player, he's not opposed to doing that. Two uh, uh, players I wanted to get your take on. Abram Smith is an interesting one in himself because uh, he he went from running back to linebacker. and Actually, was a really you know, playing well as linebacker, like a wasn't just kind of like, oh, let's see what he can do. He was good, and then they needed another. Ebner is just not a a work. Well, he is a workhorse. He's just not a bell cow type back, and they needed someone to take some of the heat off him. And uh, yeah. somebody recommended uh, uh, Abram Smith, and uh, and the rest is history. And the guy ended up having a tremendous year at Baylor. In fact, probably was considered one of the top five backs in the country if you go by stats and or whatever you choose to measure. Um, what are you seeing from him? Does any of that, his a little bit newness to it show, or does he look like a natural out there? Yeah, I was impressed. I mean, it, you know, it just, it, it was surprising because he wasn't on a lot of our radars, you know. I mean, and, and I think scouts started kind of buzzing about him around mid season. And, and, you know, obviously some had, had known a little bit of his background, you know, on the defensive side. And, uh, you know, he's, he, he looks like a guy who's been running the ball for a long time, looks very comfortable on the offensive side of the ball. This wasn't just an athlete who, who was put over there. You know, I think coming into the week, there was a little bit of concern. His hands measured a little bit smaller. This is hand size season, not just for quarterbacks. So we got to consider every, uh, every measurable we get, you know, but he, he caught the ball comfortably. You know, he had some, some burst to him and, you know, just didn't go down. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been to Mobile before, and the Senior Bowl isn't always like a showcase event for running backs. It's sort of, you know, you can see guys go in there and have kind of these, you know, nondescript weeks or whatever. But he was among a group of, of about four backs who I thought, you know, kind of separated themselves a little bit. So, yeah, his versatility, his toughness, you know, what looks like good vision for a player who's, you know, relatively new to the position, all things considered, just being able to be a – a uh, two-phase player you assume he'll be you know competitive on special teams as well uh, you know from october till now i don't know there are too many guys who have helped raise their stock more than than abram smith now i don't know how high he's gonna go but it's one of those years at running back matt where i don't you know you could make a case for three or four different backs being the the, the best option at that position and i don't think there's any clear cut you know, guaranteed first round pick at that position. So, you know, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see, you know, RBs one through seven and really no order would shock me. So I think he's, 
he's kind of in that mix. I don't think he'll be the first or second back off the board, but I think he'll be, you know, a possibility for, for day two, possibility for early day three is sort of where I would, you know, kind of peg him at this point. Interesting player for sure. All right, and uh, if you'll continue to indulge me down this Baylor Road, uh, the yeah. the uh, uh, I thought J.T. Woods, they call him the heartbreak kid, if you ever want to use that, and uh, yeah. in, in a um, in that in the game, which I know y'all focus more on the practices a lot of times, but he broke on a ball. It looked like late in the game that uh, somebody was going to be open around the goal line, and here comes J.T. Yeah. with a big time interception. Uh, he was just one of those guys that was always around the ball and always breaking up. And, again, I, I don't know what he exactly looked like on tape to you. I'll just say yeah. the, the guy had a nose for the football, and he also has a nose for the end zone, which uh, which you don't – you know, which I think always uh, probably scouts are, are somewhat interested in. Did JT Woods help himself uh, during the week? Yeah, and it, it, it was really an ascension. I, I have to admit, I didn't notice him a lot on Tuesday, you know, the first day of practice, but it's hard. It's, you know, my one set of eyes. I was the only guy from, from Yahoo to go down there. Granted, I did talk to some scouts and, you know, other media guys who, who you know, dream, go to bed thinking about the draft and wake up thinking about the draft. And, you know, his name really didn't come up early in the week. And then you started to see him, you know, kind of get his, his feet underneath him and get more comfortable and, you know, it's tough, right? I mean, you're even though they're playing very basic covered shells, it's cover one, cover two, cover three. That's all they run. You know, they, they just kind of install a few basic uh, elements to get them ready for the game on Saturday. But the longer the week went on, the more he showed up. And, in fact, that, that pick you're talking about, I actually made it to the bitter end of that game uh, while I was writing. But I thought it was Petrie. I really did. I You know, it was, it was, I, I, I think I even tweeted out, Jalen Petrie, and then I realized, oh, that was J.T. Woods, and so yeah, I mean, his, you know, what I saw on tape was a, you know, a long, rangy safety who can cover a lot of ground. I think he's going to test really well at the combine. I think he's, you know, and it's another position, kind of like I was talking about with running back, where, you know, there's there's in, in at safety there's Kyle Hamilton, there's there's that one clear a number one option, kind of a generational type talent. But you, after him, I think you could make the case for a lot of different types who could end up in that late first, second round range. And I don't know how it's going to go, but I think he's he's somewhat in the mix. He's sort of the, the Abram Smith of uh, of safeties, if you will, where maybe he goes a little higher than people realize. So he's one I I made note of. There are about eight or nine guys that I thought I want to see more of them after having watched them at the Sea Bowl, and he's one of them. I wouldn't say he had an incredible week, but I think he had a really very solid and respectable week, and he's, he's playing a position that, you know, in this day and age, you can, you can cover a lot of ground like he can, and you have that length to break up those, those 50-50 balls. There's a, there's a home for you in the NFL. All right, well, we'll save Tyquan Thornton for next time. All right, I, I right. just like having this many Bears to ask you about. It used to be one Baylor player and then, you know, some quarterbacks and talk about the rest of the league. But, uh, right. you know, our audience loves hearing about the Baylor players. I probably ha- have some some Longhorns and, and uh, Aggies that out there right now who wish I would ask more about those. But, Eric, that's why we have more time leading up to the draft and uh, yeah. we'll be anxious to hear your thoughts on everything coming out of the combine. Really appreciate it. Great to catch up with you. Yeah, you got to keep them wanting more, right? So we're looking forward to my next uh, appearance on the show. I'm happy to be here, but we'll be happy to come back anytime. We'll have lots to talk about in the next couple months.
Okay, uh, I'm going to have my producer record that last part, uh, and uh, we will, uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we're going to hold you to it. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Right, Enjoy the Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you, too, man. I appreciate it. There he goes. Eric Edholm, uh, longtime friend and a uh, just a great talent evaluator for Yahoo Sports. And uh, Eric does, I mean, he's really one of the best in the business. And if you don't follow him on Yahoo, you should check it out. Jalen Petrie was one of his. He did the winners and losers from the Senior Bowl in Mobile, and he had Jalen as one of his winners. Jalen had a breakout-type week. And then it's great to hear that J.T. Woods, Abram Smith, had similar-type weeks. So some great information there for Baylor fans and uh, Big 12 fans. And we'll dig in next time and try to take care of you Longhorns and uh, and Aggies and, and some of you guys out there. That Texas Tech has a few players going to be in this combine. OU has 11 players uh, going to the uh, the combine. So we'll try to t- take care of you guys next time we have Eric on. All right, it's um, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. It is time for Campus Confidential. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Moulton. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one for reliability in the under 100 horsepower category, they're designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now, put zero down and get 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100. Now through February 28th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. I'm Josh Tetons, and I'm running to be your district attorney here in McLennan County. I'm a proud graduate of both Baylor University and Baylor Law School, a dad, a husband, and a member of Glory Bell Church in Waco. You will always know where I stand on the issues. I oppose defunding the police and support law enforcement. That's why I'm proud to be endorsed by Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. My 15 years as a criminal defense attorney have given me the experience necessary to protect and defend our cherished Constitution from the radical liberals who want to destroy it. The most important job in my life is being a father of three and a devoted husband. Just like you, I want safer streets for my kids to play on, hardened criminals to be locked up, and drugs to be taken off our streets. It's time we do better. It's time we support law enforcement. I'm Josh Tetons, candidate for McLennan County District Attorney, and I approve this message because it's time for a change. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Snowboarder Lindsey Jacobolis became the first American gold medalist in the 2022 Beijing Olympics, jumping out to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross. Number one Auburn lost to Arkansas 80 to 76 in overtime, ending a 19-game winning streak. TCU beat Oklahoma State 77-73, and West Virginia beat Iowa State 79-63. In the Big 12 tonight, number 10, Baylor at Kansas State, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 9, Texas Tech at OU, tip is at 8 o'clock. Number 10, Baylor women at home tonight in the Farrell Center hosting K-State, tip at 7, and you can hear that game on 104.9. Other games in the Big 12, Kansas at West Virginia, TCU at Oklahoma State, and number 16, Texas at Texas Tech. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right, really fun stuff on some of the Baylor players at the Senior Bowl coming from uh, Eric Edholm, the uh, expert for Yahoo Sports. And uh, But now let's continue talking some college athletics, and uh, let's turn things over to your friend and mine, Aaron Sexton. And we will talk a little bit more about the Senior Bowl and the NFL Scouting Combine. As you mentioned in the last segment, seven Baylor football players have been invited to participate in the NFL Scouting Combine March 1st through the 7th. That uh, group is on the defensive side, uh, safeties Jalen Petrie and JT Woods, cornerback Kalen Boogie Barnes, and linebacker Terrell Bernard on the offensive side of the ball, running backs Abram Smith and Tristan Ebner, and wide receiver Tyquan Thornton giving the Bears seven invited to the NFL Combine. The most uh, athletes for any one school invited to the Combine, 14 by Georgia, Alabama, and Oklahoma with 11 apiece, LSU and Texas A&M with nine each, then Arizona State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Ole Miss, and Penn State with eight, Baylor, Kentucky, and Ohio State 
with seven. And it's amazing that how closely, how, how many people invited to the combine correlates with teams in the CFP playoffs and in the New Year's uh, New Year's Eight Bowls. Uh, almost every, well, every team that made a New Year's Eight Bowl um, had at least seven. Excuse me, almost every uh, Oklahoma State didn't, but Oklahoma State and Notre Dame, but almost all of the uh, New Year's New Year's Bowls and all four of the uh, college football semifinalists had at least eight players that are going to be invited to the NFL Combine. Yeah, that is an interesting correlation. There were some things that stood out to me. Um, Texas had two players <laughs> invited. <laughs> but I, the truth is, I mean, you know, they're loading up. They got a bunch of five stars coming in. Obviously, A&M has a, a ton of five stars, as sliced bread would tell you. So there'll be more, but uh, <laughs> that's a huge number for Baylor. Seven is, I've been, I was, I used to go to the pro, the uh, combine, and you'd be lucky. There'd be like, I think Shelton was one of those. Uh, Spencer Drango, Jason Smith was number two overall. They had some linemen. Uh, uh, I said Shelton was it Danny Shelton? Anyway, the guy went to the Broncos. There were some uh, linemen, but there were rarely skill players. RG3 being the uh, huge exception to that. But even when Baylor had all those great quarterbacks, I mean, Seth got hurt. Bryce Petty, I think he did get to go to the combine. Um, Trying to think through all that uh, period of time, who who were all, because it was Russell, Petty, RG3, Nick. I don't know if. Nick decided not to even try to be, you know, he decided to go ahead and retire uh, from football. And I think Florence probably had an opportunity to get on with it because he put up great numbers and was a really heady, tremendous quarterback, but uh, just decided that's not what he wanted to, to, to do. But I, I was trying to think of those other Baylor quarterbacks that might have uh, might have been invited, but it was, uh, it was usually pretty, you aren't going to see a lot of Baylor players at the combine is what I'm saying. And to have seven is huge. Now, of course, we're never totally happy. I saw the Baylor people responding, well, we got snubbed. You know, the X-Man, Zay Newman, uh, you know, Zay, Xavier Newman-Johnson, you know, the X-Man got uh, got snubbed. Well, I, yeah, probably. I mean, he did he deserve to go? Sure. I, I absolutely think he did. But seven players to the combine is remarkable. Now, you, you might even make – somebody might make the argument, well, maybe the X-Man should have gone over Boogie. I don't know. Boogie's good. Uh, I, I mean, I think Tejada's a great uh, – was, was a really good cornerback, and for whatever reason, with a coaching change at that position, fell out of favor this year. I thought – I think Tejada's good. I really do. I think they, for whatever reason, they just kind of buried him in the lineup this year. But um, that's great news for Baylor to send seven players to the uh, combine there in indy good stuff aaron and oh i saw aaron also was amazing to me they did the list of like the most which was like georgia or alabama and some of those teams and then um and then it kind of down to who had maybe four players or five players or whatever on this list i saw like no florida schools were even on there like literally the top florida school it may have been florida or fsu or miami or whoever sent like three or four like, it is amazing to me. And little old Baylor, private Baylor, 
seven players. Unreal. Kudos to, to Matt Rule and his staff and Dave Aranda and his staff. Absolutely. And you talk about the seven and, and you know, previous years. I, I can't imagine, I don't know for sure, but I can't imagine that Baylor's ever sent more players to the NFL Combine than seven. And you were talking. I don't think so. I don't think so. Have you, Aaron, do you have time to just go through the combine list for the last, like, 30 years they've been doing it and, and check it for us? Would you mind doing that? we do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> see if that's on your uh, algorithm. Just, just, just do a search for that and see what comes up. No, generally you would have somebody like uh, Grayson Grunhofer would uh, spend a lot of time looking at that, but I don't even think he needs to. Seven, to me, to my memory, is is the record by far. I bet the most Baylor's ever had are three or four players at one time. And that's even when they had amazingly talented wide receivers. They got Corey Coleman, Katie Cannon, all of those guys from Arch years. Goodley was a good player. I mean, they had tremendous wide receivers. Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams was great. He went second round to the Cowboys. I mean, those were big big-time players, but they never had seven. I guarantee you they never even had five. Even in the great, those great Bryles teams, I don't, I do not think they ever had five. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us? What else is on your agenda? USC football coach Lincoln Riley was on with Colin Cowherd yesterday and defended taking former Oklahoma players uh, into the program now that he is at USC. After they entered the transfer portal, they had force former Sooner quarterback Caleb Williams and wide receiver Mario wide receivers Mario Williams and Latrell McCutcheon, who entered the transfer portal and ended up as at USC among others. Talking to Cowherd, Riley said, "Quote: We didn't take players from Oklahoma; we took players from the transfer portal. Once a player gets <laughs> in a portal and they are open to any school in the country, we would be crazy to not look at it." and now help our football team. So if you were thinking that he had anything to do with them entering the transfer portal, well, that's just wrong, according to Lincoln Riley. That's right. Did not take them from Oklahoma. In fact, the portal is its own university. The portal should have like a a fight song uh, and and maybe a band or something to march for the portal because he did not convince the OU players, he convinced the people in the portal, all right? these Once they go in the portal, they just completely lose, like, anywhere they've been in the past. It's almost like their their memory is scrubbed clean. Well, good no. job. I like this for Lincoln. That's a good that, – That's. I mean, it's so it's, – oh, my God. Well, and I'm sure he never thing. said – when he decided to take the USC job, I'm sure he didn't say a word to any player – about possibly transferring before he left. No, no, that's uh, that is uh, that is amazing. There should be a portal for like media jobs, you know, like radio jobs. I've moved from a newspaper one time to I went to Dallas Morning News to ESPN.com. There should be a portal. The only thing I would worry about, Aaron, is stepping into the portal and like no and like never coming out of it. You know, <laughs> nobody <laughs> just just getting left in the portal. Well, there's some players that that's happening to, you know. <laughs> oh, you know there are. I mean, like, they said there were, like, right now, I, I, again, I forget if this means if, if how many people have been in it all together or if this is actually how many people are in there right now, but they put the number at 2,000. And, and I, 
I think that means there are 2,000 players in the portal right now. Do you think all those people are going to find a landing spot? Heck no. Heck no. And how does it even work with the portal? Like, For instance, <clears throat> I mean, that's, a, that's an interesting deal. Um, but, yeah, to, to, to act like you're, you know, you got to be in the portal before they reach out to you. I mean, how some of these basketball players that come from, like, D2 or, uh, or even D3 places, I mean, you think they're just going to, like, jump in the portal and <laughs> hope somebody finds them? I was just about I mean, to say, there's, there's no way these uh, that a lot – well, some of them may, but there's, there's no way that a lot of these people are entering the transfer portal and not having any idea of whether or not they'll receive offers from other schools. Just doing it blindly yeah. and saying, oh, I'll take a no. chance. I don't believe that no. for a second. It's crazy. It's crazy. You think some great player from Drake? I was there's somebody from Drake recently that I, I forget where. Maybe he's at University of Texas. Tim out, Timmy Allen or whoever. But one of those players from Drake. You think he just was like, I'm I'm pretty good here at Drake. I think I'll just jump in the portal and see what happens. If nobody takes me, I'll jump right back out of the portal. No, he Chris Beard or somebody has reached out and said. Hey, there'll be a spot for you right here in Austin, Texas. And I don't blame Chris and them. I, that's what everybody's doing. All right. As Mac Rhodes told us yesterday, we have now with the NIL and recruiting, we've now entered the world of we're buying players. It's absolutely what's happening. Let's not pretend that it's anything else. And fortunately, Baylor is, has gotten has been creative. But, again, we have not seen how Baylor will recruit I guess we saw a little bit of it in this 2022 class. But with a full-on just buying everybody, I don't know if we've truly seen. We, we saw they did fine 2022. It was not – it was like around number 25 or 30 ranked, you know, recruiting class in the country. So it's not like they knocked it out of the park. But, of course, no, when they got Jalen Petrie, did anybody congratulate them for knocking him out of the park? And then – uh, four years later, he's uh, he's a uh, Thorpe Award winner or a Thorpe, you know, uh, finalist. So uh, I, I don't. Uh, again, the rankings aren't everything. Okay, the recruiting rankings. Just ask uh, our friends in Austin. All right, Aaron. What else do you have? Actually, we oh, need to go ahead and get to the oh, break. We've got Walter McCrombie no, coming oh, up. Oh goodness, man! I, I'm sorry. I was not looking at my time. It got away from us. Uh, the legendary Walter Abercrombie. Former Baylor great, former Steelers great, joins us next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Priscilla, our guest, ESPN color analyst, best in the country at uh, doing that for college basketball, and we appreciate every opportunity he has to come through Waco. It's all cyclical. Everything in college basketball on the power conference level is cyclical, except that over the last eight or nine years, it's been clear that the Big 12 analytically is either one or two. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Whatever it is, Northern Tool can help you build it, fix it, haul it, hoist it, blast it, trim it, tow it, weld it, and, well, you get the idea. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Stock your shop this week at Northern Tool and Equipment. Stop in and save on floor jacks, shop seats, hand tools, chemicals, oils, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment. 
quality tools for serious work. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through a Wednesday afternoon. Baylor basketball, women and men in action tonight, both on ESPN+. Plus. You're just going to have to work your way around Big 12 now, they call it, on ESPN+. Plus. You've got to have the app. I mean, I sound like a salesman now for ESPN or something, but uh, it is, it's much needed if you're going to follow some of this Big 12 basketball. Much to the chagrin of some of us, but um, whatever. We'll have to. We have to do, to do what we do to watch uh, Baylor athletics. Now, uh, a famous member of the Baylor family joining us now. It is uh, Walter Abercrombie, who uh, was one of the greatest backs in Baylor history. Um, I, I think I could make the argument he was the best ever and one of the greatest backs to ever come out of Waco. Uh, Walter, good to visit with you today. I hope you're enjoying this gorgeous Central Texas weather. Yeah, hey, Matt, it's great. Always great to be with you and uh, be a part of your show. And yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. I got a chance to get out in the weather. I just had a, a small jacket on, and I was comfortable as heck, man. It was. It's great. It wasn't. Couldn't say the same thing a couple of weeks ago, could we? No, no. Had the had the uh, had the weather event that we're all recovering from and uh but we, yeah it, it does change in a hurry in texas as we know now walter take us back to when you were leaving baylor what was the you know the combine and boy you saw the senior bowl such a huge thing like a thousand members of the media descend upon uh the um, uh, mobile alabama for that what was uh, what what did you have access to now back in the day i remember there was like a Oh gosh, the East West. There was the Shrine Game, which I guess still does happen. There was one game they would play right on Christmas every year. Was that the East West? Whatever that one was. But um, what when you were coming out of Baylor, and and obviously uh, the the NFL teams were interested in you. What were what were your options? And then what was the uh, what was the what was the combine like at that point? Well, <clears throat> okay, so. If my memory serves me correctly, we didn't we didn't really have a combine. You know, that was something that developed later, uh, and um, later on after after our I was drafted. But we did have several bowl games that a lot of the NFL scouts went to and, and to you know make a determination whether they wanted to play or not. Um, it was the Hula Bowl, which I played in, uh, along with Marcus Allen, who had just won the uh, Heisman Trophy. Uh, we had we were in the same backfield together in that game. Um, there was the Shrine game that many of my teammates, uh, some of my teammates, went to play in, and there was the Senior Bowl. And the Senior Bowl at that time uh, was one of those games that, well, if you were sort of an established, it was established that you would be a top pick. You tried not to really play in that game. The Senior Bowl at that time was for. Uh, a player who was kind of on the fringe, and the coaches wanted to really uh, put him uh, put him under the microscope with with NFL coaches coaching them during the week, and so uh, that bowl attracted a lot of guys 
a lot of guys were on, on the edge and, and really made a lot of money because they participated in that game. But there was no combine, Matt. No, okay, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's interesting to to think back. You're not you're not that. Uh, uh, you're, I still think of you as a young guy, Walter. So it's hard to me, uh, imagine there not being a combine when you were coming out of uh, when you were coming out of Baylor and everything. But isn't that great? By the way, the news today: seven Baylor players invited to the NFL Combine. I was just on the air earlier, just tell, reminding people that this just did not happen. Uh, it, since the combine has become a huge deal, even during you know some of those great Bryles teams, it, it just and Walter, you know this because you still you know in, in your role in the B Association, you talk to a lot of these greats from the past. Um, seven players, I, I can't remember anything quite like that. That's a big number, and I think that's a credit to what Coach Aranda and of course what Coach Rule did before him. It is a credit to both of those coaches because. Um, what I noticed uh, with this, these, uh, these two coaches is that they did, and the staff, uh, staff members, they did a great job developing uh, these players. Um, you know, that's a real skill. You know, Baylor uh, sometimes is not at the very top of the heap when it comes to uh, attracting the top talent in the country. And so you have to sometimes find those diamond in the rough roughs and then coach them up in such a way that they take, you know, you take a, you take a, um, a two-star, a three-star athlete, and by the time he leaves the university, he's a five-star. And I think that that's what I saw happening here with, with those two coaches, particularly Coach Aranda. Uh, what an amazing performance uh, the defense did all season long, and uh, and it's just been carrying on since uh, Coach uh, Coach Rule left. But that's what's happened. They develop players. And man, a player's here four or five years, and and all of a sudden, man, he's he's a he's an NFL prospect. You ever think about the guys you played with, and you think about like what positions they would play in Aranda's defense? Like who would be the who would play the 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 star role? Who would play? I mean, isn't it interesting to think about? Okay, it used to be more of a conventional. You're middle linebacker. You're weak side, strong side, and and. It, the game, had, there's been an evolution, and again, some of the things are still the same, but these creepers that he talks about, these are very, very involved uh, type things, but I mean, I bet you had teammates that when you think back, you're like, well, that guy would have been a safety, or that guy, this guy that was the great uh, safety might have played linebacker in today's, right. uh, in, in, in today's defense. Do you ever kind of think, think about those things? Yeah, sometimes I do. I, I look at, uh, like, for example, uh, the players on our defense, you know, they're, some of them are a little undersized uh, for NFL standards. But they're, they, as you said, they, the coaches have been have put them in positions to be successful, be pretty effective uh, in the in the in the way we play defense. And so, uh, um, size is not necessarily as much of a factor uh, in this scheme as it is uh, your your quickness, your toughness. Uh, your ability to, you know, to get to the ball and, and your football IQ. Um, and, and I would say that, um, and I think Coach Aranda had mentioned this, it's very important, you know, that that, uh, that the players that come here to play are pretty sharp guys because coaches can put more on them uh, uh, mentally and, um, and and they can handle it. Uh, that's not always the case uh, with some, some players. And so 
know, credit to uh, the recruiters, credit to these young people that, that came here and played their hearts out and, and made the very best of the opportunities they had and they were given, although some of them, as I said, may have been a little undersized for their position typically around the country, but boy, they, you, you couldn't tell the way they played on the football field. Yeah, yeah. Talking to Walter Abercrombie, uh, Baylor great, Baylor legend on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, you, you look at Jalen Petrie and how good he looked during Senior Bowl, and I, you can't help but think back about Thomas Everett, who played a little bit after you did at Baylor, but what a tremendous player and the Thorpe Award winner that he was. And then Petrie, uh, years later, you know, up for the same award. It just was uh, – it's, it's amazing. We had Thomas on recently. It's just uh, – it's, you know, Thomas was just, I mean, we talk about some of the great, Singletary's always going to be the greatest defensive player in the history of Baylor, but, uh, but Thomas is not far behind. I mean, and then, Walter, what's funny is you start thinking about the safeties. Then Mike Welch comes in and learns under, uh, you know, under Thomas, and then Welch was unbelievable. I think he had 14, uh, at least 14 or 16 interceptions when he was at Baylor. And then, of course, Waters was involved in that uh that same secondary james uh, ron francis comes along i mean there was a time people think of usc and maybe other schools as like dbu uh i, I just think the offense it, baylor couldn't you remember this in the late 80s they couldn't quite me- mesh up the offense and the defense at the same time because some of those fredenberg goodner whoever you want to say defenses were unbelievable <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I guess you were probably in the NFL at that point, but that was uh, – it was kind of remarkable back then how good some of those Baylor defenses were. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. They, Baylor has had and, – and even prior to them, if you go back to uh, uh, Gary Green, uh, who played uh, a little bit earlier yeah. than those guys, and he was here before I got here, um, I think Baylor's had a tradition of producing some top defensive talent. And I'm not talking about just top in the conference. I'm talking about top in the nation. Uh, Michael Nouns, who went on to play uh, for a number of seasons with the Washington Redskins and, and had such a fantastic career. Um, then uh, there, there was um, I, I, uh, um, Van McElroy. Uh, Van yeah. was an all-American safety force and just – just would just knock you out if he hit you. Um, gosh, yeah. I mean, I could just go on a big vine. I, I could <laughs> go on. There are others who who were really good in our in our defenses at Baylor, and credit goes to Fredenberg and and just the whole whole line of uh, of great coaches we've had on the defensive side of the ball. Did you say Vic? If Vic will be really happy to hear you say his name because uh, he certainly has his – he would put himself in that group. But, uh, yeah, as a kid, I'd watch uh, Max McGeary was blocking all those kicks. It was kind of phenomenal. You know, everybody kind of had their specialty. And, and Max would come in there. That was uh, – it was just kind of wild how that guy had a knack for blocking kicks and everything. Talking to Walter Abercrombie, the, the, the Baylor – uh, great came out of Waco. I loved what you said uh, in that Baylor that video that Baylor put out about what John Westbrook meant to you. And a lot of times Jerry Levias gets credit for being the first African American player in the SWC. Actually, as you pointed out, it was John Westbrook. I guess if you wanted to get specific, maybe Levias was the first scholarship athlete. Whatever the first guy that was on the field was John Westbrook. And I, you told the story 
of what that meant to you as a as a kid watching with your mom seeing uh, uh, someone who looked like you um, against Syracuse, and, and Walter, if you would, I mean, I, I, what, what, take us back a little bit to that. I mean, John, you're a great historian, and, and you kept up with so many people over the years, but that had to be a really tough thing. You know, Baylor had probably had, uh, at that point, African-American students, but again, nobody had, they had not had a black player on the team. In fact, Texas would not have did not have a player until Whittier uh, in 1970, I believe it was. So it's not like everybody immediately jumped in. Um, we, that had to be extremely tough. But for a young Walter Abercrombie, what 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 was that like for you to 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 see John Westbrook playing for the local team? It was uh, it was life changing for me because um, I grew up in the shadows of the university uh, and and I had you know the university being a Baptist college right my father was a was a Baptist minister and so there we had a lot of things in common with with the university in terms of our faith and um, and so the influence was uh, was not just from football we we would have students who who were uh, would come down into our neighborhood over in South Wakehood and and witness to us and as as kids and you know they would sometimes offer to you know candy and cookies and you know so forth to, to entice us but then would share the word with us and so that as a, as a young person that had an influence on me but I was also an athlete and so the thing that I didn't understand uh, at that age was why were there not any black players and. And it, it had started to become common around the country. Universities were beginning to accept players. So it was a conversation in our home. And then uh, as we were watching that, that one day in September, I believe it was 1966, I'm watching the television uh, with my mom and Baylor's playing Syracuse. And I'm a big fan, of course, of Baylor. And Syracuse had two future NFL running backs in the backfield. So they were really good at running the ball. And, man, we're watching the game, and Baylor is is looking like uh, we're good. we have a chance to win this game against the ranked opponent. And it just was unbelievable when the announcement was made by the announcer that John Westbrook entered the football game. He made, the announcer even pointed it out that a, the you know, black player for Baylor was coming in. And, and I mean to tell you, I mean, what it meant for me, I, I, my, lies, my eyes lit up. And my mom, we, we were just, you know, thrilled because, wow, you know, this is, this is pretty cool to see someone like me look like me uh, playing the football game for the school that I really cared a lot, a lot about. And so when he, when he played, uh, basically it just lit up my imagination and what seemed to be impossible suddenly became possible and I don't know that's my story and I know there are others who have had similar experiences but it's so important you know that we see you know things that we often see uh, sometimes are what we aspire to be and in that case John Westbrook being the type of guy he was uh, was the right person to be at Baylor and to be the first to, to then pave the way for a lot of young guys like me. 
Yeah, yeah, and people that don't, you know, it, it is Black History Month, and, and um, it, it's it, one of the reasons Walter was asked about this and was talking about it. And, uh, you know, he paved the way. And then I would say uh, Tommy Rayo arrives probably in, what, 1967. And, uh, you know, he played with my father. And they, they were fraternity brothers. And my dad came from uh, deep east Texas and probably had one to two uh, black classmates his whole time in high school. And yet he and Tommy, it is kind of interesting, Walter, how locker rooms, uh, you know, Parcells used to talk about it as like the great like sports laboratory or something. Like there's, a, there's something that happens in locker rooms that's different than other places in life. And it, but but, but it's, right. it's people it's people like Westbrook though. Again, I don't. John may have not had the greatest experience. In fact, I think I've maybe read that John didn't, uh, which doesn't shock me. Uh, you know what he was trying to accomplish uh, at, in that time. But um, but yeah. But but again, because of people like him, then Tommy comes in, and then probably by the late you know early seventies, then it's commonplace. Then it's not, you right. know, some of the great players that are coming in and were part of that, uh, the Cotton Bowl team in 74, nobody's thinking about it. Oh, Grant's, Grant's recruiting African-American players. Like, by that time, it's not, that's not even a story. So, I don't know. It, it, isn't it amazing? Sometimes I feel like in this country, you know, we accomplished some, uh, some unbelievable things back then, and then we look up and we're like, wait, well, how far have we come? Uh, you know, right. right. <laughs> so right. anyway, it's, um, well, it's, I think what, it's an important thing to talk about. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and let me tell you something. I, the reason why this is, uh, you know, I feel so strongly about those guys that, that were the first among, you know, what, what ended up being many, uh, later on, but those, those guys caught, caught a lot of heck, man. Um, because it was just, um, you know, the time in the 60s with, mm-hmm. um, with the racial climate at that time, and a lot of folks didn't want blacks at Baylor and, you know, and, uh, and, and at other schools around the, around the uh, state. And so you had to have some, some, something special about you, I think, in order to endure and to kind of navigate through those, um, through those very difficult times. And so – I'm, I credit Westbrook because he never gave up. He didn't throw in the towel. He didn't get mad and, and go try to hurt somebody because of what he dealt with. He was able to make friends, uh, uh, white friends and, and others. And so, uh, but he had to have the kind of personality. He had to have the kind of faith that he had in order to endure what he did. And I think that's what allowed him to be such an influence for those of us who came along after him. Yeah, I just uh, it, it's remarkable. I, I appreciate you talking about it, and uh, it's just uh, I always love talking about you know your days, your playing days, and all. But I saw that video last night that that you did with Baylor, and and uh, I, I just thought, man, I got I got to call Walter because I just thought I think I texted you that just. Uh, uh, I, I just, it really meant a lot. And, uh, I think you just have a, as great of appreciation as anybody having grown up there in Waco and that knowing the deal. What, by the way, what, uh, did you go, did you, did you, when you were growing up were the, uh, the boys and girls clubs or the boys clubs, was that already a big thing in Waco when you were coming up? 
Yeah, yeah. In fact, that was um, that was a place where we got to go. Um, we went to the Waco Boys Club, and uh, and they had the YMCA. They had uh, the Y. There were two YMCA's kind of over in our area, but the one uh-huh. I went to was the one named after uh, a great local hero, Doris Miller, uh, over in East Waco. And so they had swimming, they had basketball leagues, they had football leagues, and so those were the places we were allowed to participate in. And, and that's where we flocked, and and the, and, um, the Doris Miller YMCA is still is still in still operational, still in town, but the Boys Club, uh, where we went to over on Clay Street in Waco, um, is is no longer there. So, so yes, those those two places uh-huh. were very very important for us uh, to to have activities to go in and meet our friends and and kind of develop as young athletes. Well, where I when I was at Baylor, we coached um, we coached some some uh, some youngsters over at Brownfield Boys Club, and uh, and just it had the time of our lives. What I loved about it is it was former Baylor athletes who would uh, be running some of those programs, and like uh, uh, you can imagine, Julius Denton was a guy I ended up you know I watched when I was in high school at Baylor. And then I got to know uh, Julius because he was over at the Brownfield Boys Club. And then I think BJ, who played uh, basketball for maybe for – I bet Jim Howler recruited him. He may have finished up with Iba. But he was over at one of the other boys clubs. So uh, – and, and I guess we should say boys and girls clubs. We kind of uh, – maybe that was how it was back in the day. It was kind of known as the boys club. Uh, but, uh, wow, what a uh, – those were neat. Those were really uh, interesting and, and cool places. And I – some of the great athletes have come out of Waco, like you say. Have uh, uh, that's where they, that that was a bit. And even I've met professional like boxers and stuff who they say, "Oh, where did you? How did you achieve that? Or how did you get to this great status?" And they'll go, "Well, the, the boys and girls club. That, that's where uh-huh. I hung out a lot." So that uh, yeah. I think that's played a, a role in a lot of people's lives. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's that's what they did back in those days, and they were. I'm thankful for them because uh, you know. We didn't have at that time, you know, video games and a whole bunch of stuff, you know, to keep us inside or at home. In fact, our parents sort of kicked us out of the house a little bit and get out, you know, get active, do something. And so when we would say we're going down to the Y or down to the boys club to play basketball, I think there was a, there was a feeling among our parents uh, that, hey, that he's in a safe place or she's in a safe place. Uh, they're around, you know, Good people who are training them, who are helping them develop as athletes, good character and that kind of stuff, because you weren't allowed to cut up at those facilities. And so that was a good place to go, man, for us as kids. I don't know if it's like that now. There's, there's other things that young people are into, but very thankful for the Boys and Girls Club and for the uh, YMCA. Yeah, well, Walter, I appreciate. It. I was just—I was trying to remember what we used to b- before Atari and all that. What what I was doing, and I had one of those. Uh, I don't know if you had these or not. I think you probably knew what these were, though. Those electric football games where you literally had to get the figures, like it'd be the Steelers versus the Cowboys, and, and of course, you, they never worked properly, and you had to mess with the base of them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what. You- I think I think the board used to vibrate or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. You could never you could never control where they were going to, so it was it was the silliest game. <laughs> and there was there was even a way you could kick 
but you had to put the stupid little Nerf thing in a deal <laughs> and release it to kick the ball down the field. So, yeah, I figured you had run across one of those things, and I had one of those as a kid. And, oh, my gosh, I tried everything to get those players to go straight, and uh, and those were those were fun days. Walter, I really appreciate it. It's an important month, and, uh, and, and I just uh, – Appreciate you always having such a great perspective on everything. Appreciate your friendship, and uh, thanks for coming on. Always enjoy, Matt. Call me anytime, man. I enjoy visiting with you. Take care. You bet. You bet. There he goes, Walter Abercrombie, uh, one of the great, uh, one of the great running backs, uh, one of the great players, one of the great people to ever come out of uh, the Waco area, and then of course went on to start Baylor, and then with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, what do we have? Oh, I know what we have. We've got. Uh, we got a bunch of games tonight. We've got Baylor women playing at the Farrell Center. Come on, get out there. They've got all kinds of cool T-shirts for the students. What about the adults? What about the media? Are there any T-shirts for the media? Oh, wait, we're supposed to be neutral. We cannot wear T-shirts. Uh, and then uh, the men play in Manhattan. And these things are happening, I think, at the same time. I don't know. We've got to figure this all out tonight, how we're going to watch all this and listen to it all but uh, we'll talk about these games next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's number check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it's Baylor versus K-State times two tonight. The men in Manhattan, the women in Waco. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat from the Little Apple of Manhattan, Kansas, where tonight the 10th ranked Baylor Bears take on the Kansas State Wildcats. Baylor at 19 and 4 on the season, they're 7 and 3 in Big 12 conference play, looking to bounce back from Saturday's loss at Kansas. Taking on a dangerous K-State team tonight that's 12-10 on the season, 4-6 in the league. We'll be on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 tonight here on ESPN Central Texas for Baylor and Kansas State. TV tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Meanwhile, the 10th-ranked Baylor women hosting Kansas State in the Farrell Center tonight. Baylor at 7-3 and three in Big 12 conference play, coming off back-to-back -back sweeps of Texas this past weekend and looking to continue their upward trajectory. Here's women's basketball coach Nikki Collin. Every game is important for us, you know. I mean, we, 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 we haven't changed our goals. 
Um, we certainly need some help, especially with, with Oklahoma at this point because they swept us. Um, but we've got to take one game at a time, and we can't stay in the race if we don't win this one. But if we win this one, um, you know, we're, we don't maybe stay in the race if we lose to West Virginia. So um, is this game big? Yes, because it's the one that's next. Um, um, and, and hopefully we, we play well tomorrow night, and then it becomes the, the next most important game is the one that's next up on our schedule. And so that's the only way we can take it. You know, it's not like we're sitting here with a two-game lead and, and looking who's in front of us and, you know, what games can we lose and what games can we not. We need to win every game, you know, but but um, we're going to show up and try to win every game. And so, um, so no, I, I think this this just is another opportunity. Look, I, I don't – I, I got to believe every kid in my locker room believes that, um, you know, we can and should win this game. And and that um, – and losing one to them, you're, you're that much more motivated to come back and, and, and compete at an even higher level um, to win this one. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women in action tonight in the Farrell Center versus Kansas State on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7. The broadcast on 104.9 FM. TV tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Looks like the mild weather will continue at least for the rest of the week with mostly clear skies tonight. Low temperatures falling to 34 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow, high of 73. And mostly sunny on Friday, even warmer with a high of 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. So I'm a public school teacher, and I'm on my feet all day long. That would be on concrete. The pain would, like, shoot up my heels and just increased from the bottom of my feet up. Then my back started hurting. So my husband and I were driving, and I went, oh, look, there's a good feet store. I'm greeted by this gal named Mercy. That was a perfect name for her. And the cool thing about the Good Feet store is that you're able to try before you buy. I had free fittings. She was able to fit me with special arch supports. And so I walked around in the store. Within 30 minutes, I started sobbing because I had no pain. Well, if your feet are hurting, do something about it. You don't have to grin and bear it. You need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. I'm Deidre, and that's my Good Feet story. See how they work for you with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet store. 
Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Snowboarder Lindsey Jacobolis became the first American gold medalist in the 2022 Beijing Olympics, jumping out to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross. Number one, Auburn lost to Arkansas 80-76 to in overtime, ending a 19-game winning streak. TCU beat Oklahoma State 77-73, and West Virginia beat Iowa State 79-63. In the Big 12 tonight, number 10, Baylor at Kansas State, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 9, Texas Tech at OU, tip is at 8 o'clock. Number 10, Baylor women at home tonight in the Farrell Center, hosting K-State, tip at 7, and you can hear that game on 104.9. Other games in the Big 12, Kansas at West Virginia, TCU at Oklahoma State, and number 16, Texas at Texas Tech. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. At Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, moving right through a Wednesday. Got big, uh, big stuff on tonight. Aaron, I want you to tell us here in a little bit uh, where everybody can listen to the Bears tonight because we've got different te- we got teams, different places. We got the the Baylor women at the Farrell Center. We've got the uh, the men in Manhattan, and so we've got a kind of. Fortunately, we've got a family of stations here at Eminem Broadcasting, and so uh, let's get everybody caught up on where they can hear the pregame for both shows for both uh, games, and then of course. Just for TV purposes, uh, these are on ESPN Plus. If yeah. you don't have, if you don't have that, uh, the uh, you know you can you can uh, download the app. It does cost something per month. It's not bad. It's not bad. It is worth it. I make fun of it sometimes because, quite honestly, like when Jim Howler is doing the game, I love it. But when you, sometimes they'll give us the, uh, well, they'll give us the ESPN crew who. Yeah, is just a little bit lacking, and uh, Baylor's been stuck with that crew quite a few times, um, uh, namely in sort of some of the road games this year. But uh, but ESPN Plus is good. You can hear the women. I think I saw Jim's going to be calling the game on ESPN Plus for the women. Um, I, I'm trying to remember the play-by-play. He's someone, I think, Austin-based, and I just can't think of his name right now. But, of course, you can listen on ESPN Central Texas – to John and Pat and um, Aaron, what is the what is the kind of the rundown tonight from the ESPN Central Texas uh, 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 look at things? We will have the men who are on the road to take on Kansas State uh, on e- right here on ESPN Central Texas, starting with the pregame at six thirty with our very own John Morris, the voice of the Baylor Bears, and then the women also a six thirty start with the pregame, and that will be on our sister station Star one hundred four point nine with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. So we will have both games tonight. 
the men right here on ESPN Central Texas and the women on Star 104.9 with pregames for both game both games at 6:30 and seven uh, tip off just past 7 Aaron are you do you know how to run two games at once I mean that's a <laughs> lot to that's a lot to ask. Are you? Are, is that? Is that too much? Or do you? Do you, you have it? You feel good about it? I, I got a little help. I, I will be oh, running the okay. men's, and I have some help. And they, they will be running the women's game over okay. in the Star All Studio. Right. <laughs> All right. That's that's uh, that sounds to me, that would that would be my tough. Mind. Yeah. No, I hear you. That, even the thought of it kind of scares me. Uh, I did want to say real quick, Barnett Contracting, one of our uh, new sponsors of the Matt Mosley Show, uh, really a, a great organization. And uh, the uh, Central Texas's premier site work contractor, um, founded in 1969 by Bob uh, Barnett, still in the Barnett family. Mike, they, they just do an incredible job there. Services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. They get a quote from Barnett Contracting today, and uh, that's two five four six six six. 7117, and they're over there at 7703 Bagby Avenue. All right, it's 254 666 7117. That's Barnett Contracting. Really love having them on the show and appreciate everything they're doing. Our sponsors, well, you heard Central National Bank on today, extremely loyal, and they just do a tremendous job. And I mentioned earlier the Baylor Club, the beautiful views you got, uh, you could see across. 35, and then you can see the stadium, and then there's you can even uh, the panoramic view that I mentioned. You can even see out over the stadium into the water, into the Brazos River. And I like on a pretty night like tonight, even if it's getting a little chilly, uh, I would sit out there. They got some heaters that I've noticed out there, and sit out there, maybe have a drink at the uh, Anytime Bar and Grill. Uh, Mike Mosel and his staff just do a tremendous job, and it just feels like a luxurious place because it is. It is the Baylor club okay and we appreciate another proud sponsor so anyway i got you all caught up on that again it's baylor in kansas state men's and women's games now both both of these are big for the men coming off a a really really bad performance at kansas you get a chance to go back to the state where all that happened and and let's get it done. Let's take care of business tonight. And and I think Scott Drew and everybody they got focused. They've moved on. If you're wondering about L.J. Cryer, he's listed as a game time decision. That's been the case since the last time he played, which was January 25th. So we're starting to be a little removed from that. He's now missed whew, three or four games, and it's uh, he's he's a great scorer, great player. And it's a, it's a, a tremendous pure shooter. So it's tough without him. But I don't think – one thing you can't do is buy into this whole thing. I've seen some of the uh, some of the pundits out there mentioning Baylor's never lost when they have their full lineup and all that kind of stuff. You know what? I don't say things like that because the truth of it is everybody's banged up across the country and missing players and all. So nobody gets to always – be at full strength all the time. Would I love to see Baylor at full strength? Yes, I would. But I, I don't think it's a great thing to constantly go around. And, We've never lost when when we have our full complement of players. Well, yeah, that's really a lot of the case. With I mean, I, I'll tell you who would love their full complement of players is Kellen Sampson uh, or Kelvin Sampson, Kellen's son, at uh, Houston. Okay? They, <coughs> they're down like 
three or four players, and they're sitting there as a top six team in the country, even missing some huge big-time players. So, you know, when you have players out or or when you have a, a, a very shorthanded type team like the Baylor women have, you just got to go out. Baylor women are extremely talented. Tonight they go up against uh, a great player, the 6'6 player for Kansas State. So there's a lot on the line, and that's a game they need to avenge. And the Bears are in a uh, in a tussle to be the conference champion. It's still there on the line. But to do it, you have to beat teams like K-State. K-State, I believe, I saw is like 7-4. and four, And, of course, Baylor has three losses. Uh, but uh, it's very close for, for the conference race. This is a big one. Hopefully a great crowd tonight. We'll be back with the dismount next. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Is it because Josh Tetons is the most conservative candidate in the race for district attorney? Maybe it's because Josh Tetons has the unanimous support of law enforcement organizations in McLennan County, including endorsements from Sheriff Parnell McNamara, the Waco Police Association, and the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County. It could be because Josh Tetons is the only candidate for district attorney who has pledged to fight the radical left's effort to defund the police and turn our streets into a war zone. Or maybe it's because Josh stands strong for election integrity and prosecuting election fraud in our county. So why do liberals hate Josh Tetons? Because he's a strong conservative Republican. In the Republican primary, send a message that we support law and order conservatives here in McLennan County. Vote for Josh Tetons for district attorney. I'm Josh Tetons, the conservative Republican candidate for McLennan County District Attorney. And I approve this message because it's time we had a district attorney who supports law enforcement in our county. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I, I'm going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. This is your 54th District Judge, Susan Kelly. Appointed to the court by Governor Greg Abbott, I've worked hard to manage and move the docket even during COVID. Board certified in criminal law by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and past president of the Waco Bar Association, you can be sure I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. Early voting starts February 14th, so be my valentine and vote for justice. Keep Judge Kelly political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Snowboarder Lindsey Jacobolis became the first American gold medalist in the 2022 Beijing Olympics, jumping out to an early lead and holding on to win the women's snowboard cross. Number one, Auburn lost to Arkansas 80-76 in overtime, ending a 19-game winning streak. TCU beat Oklahoma State 77-73 and West Virginia beat Iowa State 79-63. In the Big 12 tonight, number 10, Baylor at Kansas State, 7 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 9, Texas Tech at OU, tip is at 8 o'clock. Number 10, Baylor women at home tonight in the Farrell Center hosting K-State, tip at 7, and you can hear that game on 104.9. Other games in the Big 12, Kansas at West Virginia, TCU at Oklahoma State, and number 16, Texas at Texas Tech. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, as Aaron said, we've got it all for you. We get because uh, we got all kinds of stations. 104.9. I like Aaron. Why have they not asked me to come over and, and do some like guest hosting over on that on that station? Don't you feel like I'd do pretty well over there? 104.9. That's a good. That's a good signal. A strong signal. And uh, it's a great place. You can hear Derek and Sophia, big-time home game. Hopefully going to be a nice crowd out there. It's gorgeous weather. No reason to stay in. Get out there. Go support the team. Aaron, have you had a look at those T-shirts that they're giving away for the, like, 500 of the students tonight? The white, long-sleeve women's basketball T-shirts. Did you get to see those? I did. Those look really nice. I like the green on the white, and I kind of like that simple block lettering that they're doing. Krista Pirtle, if you're listening, the SID for the women's program, please hold one of those back for me. Aaron, I don't, should I not do that? That may be pandering. Maybe uh, I may get in trouble. I've been getting in trouble lately, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, it's, uh, I like that. I, I really do like that, though. I think uh, your radio partners over here, your, your, uh, the flagship station would love to. So I, I bet John gets one of those, although John's in Manhattan, Kansas. Who's our contact over there, Aaron? Derek? We're friends with Derek. You think Derek could snag us a couple of those? I'm going to see if uh, – send me Derek's number, uh, Aaron. I'll see if he'll, he'll snag us a couple. Those look really good. That game, as Aaron said, can be heard on our sister station, 104.9, the uh, 
That's at 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip. And then, of course, on ESPN Central Texas, which I think Aaron will be um, in, in charge of, will be the Baylor men, and you'll hear John and Pat, and that'll be the 6.30 pregame tip at 7. Both of these games are going to be, you can see them on ESPN+. And what I would do is somehow find a way to listen on our app. The other day, um, somebody was saying, oh, I couldn't hear the radio station at my business. They, some, something wasn't working inside their business for some reason. And I would always say, get the app. And you can download the app by simply writing it wherever you get your apps. Uh, in the little search area, go for Syntex Sports Fan. That's Syntex Sports Fan. And, um, and you, can, um, you can download that. That's why Aaron and I worked so hard putting that app together. And it's really become a good app for the station. Paul's driving off the road. Okay, uh, that's uh, Syntex Sports Fan if you want to listen to that app. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. It's been a great day. Appreciate it. Appreciate Aaron Sexton. Everybody have a wonderful night. we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. And men's golf, by the way. Mike McGraw on with us tomorrow. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon.